Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Would you be the jerk for not giving an inherited farm to other family members? We'll get into that in a bit, but first, am I the jerk because I used the money my stepdad gave me to attend his son's destination wedding to subsidize a vacation for me and my boyfriend? My female 23, mom married my stepdad when I was 12. He's okay and he and I have a cordial and friendly relationship. His son Danny, real name because freak him, 26, on the other hand, is a jerk and a bully. The best day for me in that house was the day he went away to school. I've not had to spend more than three hours with Danny in the last eight years. He was only home in the summers and I was with my dad or his family in the summertime. Anyway, he managed to convince some poor woman to marry him. I got an invitation in the mail and immediately RSVP'd an emphatic no. My mom called me to ask why I wasn't going to attend. I said that I couldn't afford it and didn't really want to go. Other than her, I will have no real relatives there. My stepdad got on the call and said he would pay for me to go on the trip. I asked if I was going to have to share my room. He said no. I asked if I was supposed to do anything other than attend the wedding and reception. He said no. I asked if my invitation included a plus one. He said no. It was $2,200 for single occupancy or $1,800. He sent me $2,200 to book my flight and room. I would only agree to go if I could book my own trip so there was no mistake and somehow ended up with my great aunt Gladys in my extra bed. My boyfriend scraped up $1,400 and we booked a trip. I didn't mention it to my mom. We ended up having a great time. We did a bunch of excursions and I attended the wedding and the reception by myself. I participated in the family pictures and I danced at the reception. I was social and even had dinner with my mom and stepdad one night. My boyfriend used our resort bonus cash to book himself a solo excursion to some rum distilleries, so he was busy the day of the wedding. I had dinner with my mom last week and she brought up how rude I'd been to use money meant for me to spend time with the family to subsidize a vacation for myself and my boyfriend. Apparently, I was expected to eat every meal and attend all the wedding stuff. I reminded her that I didn't want to go in the first place and only agreed after I was told I was only expected at the wedding and the reception. She says my stepdad is upset that I pretty much ignored everyone for the entire week. I don't think I did anything wrong. Am I the jerk? Opie attended all of the events that they were really expected to attend to. The boyfriend really kind of paid for their own way, so I don't see how Opie could be the jerk here, right? Opie was not told about attending anything beyond the wedding and the reception. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys enjoy getting to decide whether or not all of these people are jerks, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, am I the jerk for going on my phone for an emergency at my best friend's wedding? I don't even know what to think right now. My best friend since childhood got married last weekend. She had an unplugged wedding. An unplugged wedding is where you don't go on your phone at all. I totally respect that and might even do it for my future wedding. The entire morning of her wedding was beautiful and the ceremony was unforgettable. When the reception began, my sister called me. 
I didn't answer but was confused why she was calling me because I told my family to not contact me since it was no phones. She blew my phone up, sending me around 70 calls. It got to the point where I had to answer. My best friend is usually understanding, so I thought she would be okay with this. My sister told me my mom was in an accident. She's okay by the way, only a concussion. Someone saw me on the phone and told my best friend. I went to go find my best friend to tell her I had to leave and she yelled at me for being on my phone. I explained the situation to her and she told me that wasn't an excuse and I could have waited until after the wedding. I left immediately not only because of her stupidity but also because I had to go to the hospital. She's texted me and cussed me out telling me that it wasn't hard to not be on my phone. A few of our friends and her husband also called me names. My family is saying I'm the jerk but I can't help but feel bad. I also don't think this is worth losing a lifelong friendship. She was like a sister to me. Also, for context, I was not a bridesmaid. She didn't have any bridesmaids. I just can't blame OP here. If it's what seems to be a legitimate emergency, how can you not take that in that moment? And when you do and you hear your mom's been in an accident, how can that not be excused? Sure, OP broke the one rule of the wedding. But if that's not one of the most excusable things to do so for, what is? It's an emergency situation. Our next story is, am I the jerk for coming to dinner basically topless? I've dreaded posting for a while because I'm afraid I might be the jerk, but I just gotta know. So here goes. My parents-in-law and brother-in-law came to visit and stay for a month with my husband, 27-year-old male, and I, 28-year-old female, after I had my baby. For context, if it makes any difference, I'm German, husband and his family are Italian. The baby was three months old at the time and I breastfeed her. Usually I would just nurse on the couch in the living room, but because company was staying, I'd go to my bedroom. After I nursed her, she'd fall asleep and take a nap and I'd have some free time. Since family was visiting, I tried to plan her naps around our meal time to spend time with family uninterrupted. My mother-in-law has this thing that when food is on the table, you be there pronto. Sometimes I'd be late coming to a meal because babies can be unpredictable and she wouldn't fall asleep right away or nurse longer than normal. To this, my mother-in-law would barge into my room and announce food was ready, all impatient. This startled the baby and made the process last much longer than it should have. The result is I've had to eat much later than everyone else, alone, and the food was cold. It left me fuming. More work to do with the baby and I'm secluded. This happened several times. I asked my husband to talk to her and explain I can't always come on time. He talked to her but she still did all this anyway so I simply decided to stop being late to the dinners. The next time she barged in my room and announced food was ready, I came without hesitation. I came to the table exactly as I was. No shirt, half a bra, baby hanging on one boob. Nothing was seen as the baby's head covered up everything anyway but still ensue uproar goes something like mother-in-law exclaims what the heck i'm doing at the table like this i'm indecent there are men at the table i should be ashamed i yell back what the heck does she keep calling me to the table for if i'm not ready yet i have no reason to be in my room alone with my baby while everyone else is out having a great time together brother and father-in-law are not trying to get in on the argument husband ushers me back to my room and scolds me taking his mother's side He means he gets I'm frustrated, but this action didn't help anything. But after that, mother-in-law didn't bother again while I was busy with the baby. So what if I came to some meals a little after everyone had started eating? The roof didn't cave in. Anyways, everyone lived happily ever after. The end. Am I the jerk? 
I don't think OP's the jerk here. And I mean, while it may have made some people uncomfortable, the baby was just there having their dinner at the dinner table too. If anything, OP should get a cover and they should all... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. We'll accept OP being right there at the dinner table, feeding their child alongside everybody else. Our next story is, am I the jerk because I LMAO'd when my mom told me her Roomba fell into the pool? I'm on the phone with her as she's in her winter residence in Florida, Snowbird, and telling me that she was cleaning her house and left the screen door open. And I'm like, where are you going with this? Because my mom kind of rambles a bit with stories that go nowhere. And then she says the Roomba was missing and she found it at the bottom of the pool. That completely caught me off guard and I'm howling with laughter and my mom is like, it's not funny, that's a $400 machine. And somehow that made it even funnier. And she's not making it easy for me because she's describing that apparently it didn't die right away and for a minute the little brush things were still going round like it was trying to dog paddle its way out of there. So my mom is angry that the Roomba wasn't built with some sort of safety device in case it falls into water. Like flotation bags are supposed to pop out of it like chitty chitty bang bang or something. And at this point, I'm in literal tears from laughing so hard. So mom's angry, the Roomba is dead, and I'm probably not invited to Easter dinner. I mean, I can't blame OP one bit. This is one of those situations where your mom accidentally transformed into a stand-up comedian. Just listing off some great observational humor of a circumstance you can picture very well, but also have never imagined happening in your life. It's just one of those perfect storm moments where it's hilarious. Our next story is, am I the jerk for refusing to use some of the budget set aside for my oldest daughter's birthday party to throw a big party for my younger one? I, female 41, have two daughters, 14 and 9. I'm Mexican, my husband, 43, isn't. We live in the USA. My oldest daughter is turning 15 in July and she wants a traditional quinceanera. Luckily, my husband and I have started saving money since early last year in case she said she wanted a quinceanera, so now the planning has started. My youngest daughter is turning 10 in February, and when we asked how she wanted to celebrate her birthday, she said she wanted a big party like the one we're planning for her sister. She said she wanted to invite the whole family, and my side of the family is huge. She wanted to have a gigantic dress, and she wanted us to rent a venue for her 10th. I gently explained to her that her sister is having a special birthday party because it's traditional to celebrate a 15th birthday like that in our culture, and if she wants, we can celebrate her 15th like that. But for her 10th, we can do something different. She said in that case, she wanted to go to the movies with her friends and then have a pizza party, and I agreed that was a great idea. My daughter seemed to take it well. 
but my husband didn't. After my youngest daughter was out of earshot, he suggested maybe we can split the money we set aside for our oldest daughter's quinceanera and use a portion to throw a gigantic party for the youngest too. I explained to him that it would be unfair for our oldest daughter to suddenly have the budget for her quinceanera cut down. He said I was being unfair for throwing a huge party for the oldest, but a small one for the youngest. That I needed to treat them equally. In my point of view, I'm not being unfair because when the oldest turned 10, she had a pajama party with her friends, not a quinceanera, and when my youngest daughter turns 15, we will throw her a quinceanera, not a pizza party. Besides, it's unrealistic that I can plan a huge party for my youngest when we are three weeks away from her birthday. My husband thinks I'm being unreasonable, but I don't feel I am. Am I the jerk? I especially don't think OP's the jerk here because they explained it to their youngest daughter and they agreed and they settled for something much more realistic and they sound happy and excited for that. So I don't really understand the insistence from the husband to have a big birthday party for her. Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my husband I don't want dinner on the table as soon as I walk in? Listen, I know this may sound crazy and I should be so entirely grateful that he even cooks, but he's gone so far as to make my plate and have it on the table when I walk in the door. I work 10 hour days, bring my lunch and pack snacks so I have healthy options and save money. I have a 45 minute commute and work in a professional setting. I wear heels, a blazer most days, and dress nicely. I like to come home, use the bathroom because the long drive, and change slash decompress before we sit down as a family. He finds that it's rude to not sit at the table immediately and eat, blaming that the kids are hungry. I've told him that I'd like to wait a little after getting home and then we could sit and eat as a family. That part is important to us both. Also, if he has dinner on the table at X time and say traffic, stopping for gas, or anything delays me, he gets mad and makes it seem like I inconvenience the entire family. So after telling him I don't like the food on the table immediately, he blew up and said he just won't cook anymore. That wasn't what I was saying as I am grateful he cooks and all, but is it too much to ask that we wait 30 minutes or so after I'm home to sit and eat? OP clarified in the comments that they get home at around 5.15, so OP's clearly not the jerk here because they can just switch the expectation of dinner to 6 o'clock. That way, they can have that food literally ready at 6 o'clock every day and it's going to pretty much always work out the way OP would like it to. And it's not like it's unreasonable to have your dinner at 6pm. The fact OP's just asking for it to be 30 minutes later and they immediately go, well, I'm never gonna cook again is just downright childish. Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my soon-to-be mother-in-law that I'm marrying her son and not her just after uninviting her to our wedding? I, 28-year-old female, met my fiancé, 28-year-old male, during college, and we have a great relationship. Last year, we got engaged and we're planning the wedding for this fall. While he has an awesome dad and really sweet sisters, his mother is kind of a sore spot for him. She separated from his dad and from what I've heard and witnessed, the family don't get along much with her. If you met her, you'd understand why. She's super judgmental and rude and barely has a nice word to say about her own kids, let alone me. Unfortunately, my fiancé, being her only son and the youngest child, is her blatant favorite. She really wants him to be mama's boy, but he's not that way at all and does a great job of handling her and keeping his distance, which honestly he prefers. Upon news of our engagement, she was super excited. 
Very uncharacteristically, we then all realized that she was basically wanting to frame the whole day around her. Think, everyone should be praising me for birthing this boy, he couldn't even get married without me. From there, the craziness really ramped up. She was coming along with him to tux fittings, trying to plan out the music, even our first dance, and getting angry at me for daring to choose a dress she didn't like. The rest of his family and I were actually beginning to toy with the idea of uninviting her based on this behavior, and as wrong as it kind of innately feels, this is a pretty exceptional case. And honestly, her actions were starting to make us dread our own wedding. A further incident a few days later where she told my son she wanted to walk me down the aisle so she could have a moment with her son at the altar made me, my husband, and my future in-laws snap. We very recently arranged for her to come over to our home, where myself and my husband sat her down in the peace and quiet and gently explained to her that we no longer wanted her. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Her to attend the wedding. She got really angry and immediately flew off the handle at me and not her son, as though I was the one who would influence the rest of the family to uninvite her. My frustration at her boiled over, and without shouting, I stood up and told her that I wanted her to stop yelling, and that she had no right to speak to me as she was. When I realized she was about to blow up again, I cut her off with, In case you don't know, I'm the one marrying your son, not you. She didn't say anything else, just snatched up her bag and left. She hasn't spoken to me since, but she's trying to get my son to change his mind. Believe me when I say he will not. She wants an apology from me, and while my husband and the rest of the family don't think I did wrong, I kind of wonder if my comment was unnecessary and whether it would have been better to stay the calm and collected party. I'm just so done with her, and I wanted to let her know exactly how I felt. I mean, universally, if everyone agrees pretty much that she should not be at the wedding, does it really matter what OP did or didn't say as long as it's not incredibly out of pocket or downright illegal? I don't think OP's the jerk. I hope that the mom actually respects that and stays away from the wedding. You might have a party crasher. Our next story is, am I the jerk for asking my sister to leave because she took a nap after moving into my new house? I, female 23, recently bought a house. My partner and I spent two and a half months remodeling as much of it as we could before our lease was up and we had to move in. We were over there almost every day working on it. It was really draining and I feel completely burned out. My sister, 20, and friends helped us on weekends. Fast forward to the move-in date, I was so mentally, physically, and emotionally drained at this point. Move-in day went as smooth as moving does. We had friends to help us. My sister was going to help us, but she'd been asked to sing for a funeral, which understandably was important for her, and was at the same time we planned to move, and so she planned to show up for the last part of it and stay to help us unpack. She did exactly that, and we showed up as we were clearing out the last 10 boxes from the U-Haul. She went to change and realized she didn't bring socks for her tennis shoes. She asked me for some, and I was a little annoyed because, no, I can't find you socks right now. 
I have no idea where anything is and I've been moving heavy things for the past four hours. I'm also disabled. I broke my pelvis when I was 17 and have mobility issues and chronic pain. And this day was really hard. She refused to do anything unless she had socks. So my boyfriend found some of his and gave them to her. She did put them on and helped with the last few boxes. We all took a moment to eat lunch. My sister ate with us and our friends left. My sister still planned to stay and help me unpack. I had to return the U-Haul first, and I had to be the driver since I was the verified driver. I asked my sister if she would come with me to return the U-Haul, and she stated that she needed a nap. She then proceeded to climb over all of the furniture we just moved in. She found a spot on the taken apart sectional and asked me to get her a blanket. I asked her again if she was sure she wasn't coming with me, and she said no, she really needed a nap. She showed up for 20 minutes. It felt so inconsiderate. This is reoccurring behavior, and I feel like this was the final straw. There's history that's hard to get into. She never seems to care for anyone but herself. I had to fill the U-Haul up with gas before I returned it and got stuck trying to turn out of the gas pump area. It was a 20-foot U-Haul, and I accidentally hit the side of it into a pole. No one was there to help me maneuver it, and I was doing the best I could. I was really upset that my sister didn't come with me because she could have helped me, and this wouldn't have happened. I will have to pay for the damages. When I got back to my house, she was still sleeping for another hour, even though I was playing music and unpacking dishes loudly. I asked her to leave when she woke up because I was so upset with her behavior. If she would have stayed, I would have blown up and said regrettable things. She was livid that I asked her to leave and has blocked me and told me she no longer wants a relationship with me. I'm struggling here because OP says my sister and friends helped us on weekends. Did you kick back any like money to them or like, I mean, what obligation did the sister have to even help you in the first place on all these weekends that they did? I mean, on this day in question, did she kind of drop the ball and be a kind of a lead weight? Sure, but I mean, that doesn't mean that she hadn't been helping you all that time. That doesn't mean that you have to be utterly ungrateful for her and dump everything on her. And considering the fact that they came over and helped out a lot and then got treated like this, maybe they're grateful that you gave them an out to not come back. Our next story is, am I the jerk for refusing to give up my premium seat for a friend? We are a group of five friends going on a vacation together, embarking on a nine-hour flight. I have a back injury and have been in pain for a few days. Luckily, my airline membership grants me access to a premium economy seat, offering a bit more comfort. Three of us in the group share this membership perk. Now, the challenge arises as one couple in our friend circle doesn't have the same membership level, requiring them to sit separately. The boyfriend in the couple suggests a seat swapping arrangement to ensure they can sit together on either the departure or return flights. While everyone has agreed to this plan, I find myself questioning whether it's fair for me to surrender my premium seat considering my back condition. Am I the jerk if I refuse the seat swap in this scenario? Update, everyone got upgraded, and I got upgraded to business class. The couple got to sit together, and everyone is happy. Well, ultimately, I'm glad that everybody got upgraded and it all worked out really well for OP. But also, I don't think OP would be the jerk if they refused to give up that seat. I mean, it's literally their seat, and they have good reason to use it considering their issues. Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my sister-in-law that she needs to get over me being a cheerleader and I had nothing to do with her bullying? This is very frustrating. I've been with my wonderful husband, 29, for a few years, and we started to date the senior year of college. My high school had about 300 people in my grade. 
It was a surprise we both went to the same high school since we ran in a different circle. My issue is with his sister. She was bullied extremely badly by a cheerleader. This cheerleader was two years younger than me and on the team. I had no idea and wasn't even close to her. The cheerleading team had around 30 people on it. I was in no classes with her or even saw her outside of practice. She made a huge deal when she first met me that her brother was betraying her for dating a person that didn't do anything. I explained I was on the same team as her and didn't know. Doesn't matter. Ever since, she has been a royal bench. I announced my pregnancy to the family and she made a comment that the poor kid is going to have a bully as a mom. I lost it. I told her I am done. She needs to freaking grow up with me being a cheerleader. I have done nothing wrong and at this point, she is the bully. She called me a jerk. Family is split if I should apologize or not. OP's not the jerk. OP doesn't have to apologize. And anybody that's on the fence on whether or not OP should apologize needs to critically think about this. OP never knew the sister. OP never really knew the person on the cheerleading team who was bullying the sister. And they especially didn't know anything about her bullying the sister. This is like saying all of the passengers on the bus are absolutely crazy because one of them is unruly. It just doesn't make any sense. Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling another mother our children aren't close anymore due to intelligence levels? My daughter, let's call her Sophie, used to be best friends with Kat. They used to be best friends in elementary school, but ever since middle school, have started to grow apart. The school split the kids in advance and normal for math and science. All other classes are still together. My daughter got placed in the advance and Kat got placed in normal. No big deal, they still see each other in school. They were still close friends until group projects. There have been multiple group projects and kids get to pick their partners. Kat and Sophie usually work together and that is when issues start happening. Sophie would get really frustrated that the work Kat did wasn't correct. I told her to just turn it in without fixing it and she got a bad grade on that assignment. After that, Sophie went through a period of time fixing stuff. After a while, I told her to stop doing group projects with her, so they stopped doing projects together, and the friendship blew up. So they're not friends anymore. It's Sophie's birthday and invites were sent out. Kat wasn't on the invite list my daughter made. I got a call from her mom asking why she wasn't invited. I informed her they aren't really friends anymore. She said, invite her anyways, since this is just a spat. I told her the people invited were people my daughter wanted at the event. This went for a while and came to why they weren't friends anymore, and I said it was due to both girls' intelligence levels, and tried explaining the group project issue. She got ticked, accusing me I'm calling her kid dumb. Never said that. She called me a jerk. I think it's pretty clear OP is the jerk, not just from saying, oh, it's because my kid's on a whole different intelligence level than yours but for the fact that they're teaching their kids that it's okay to be irrationally upset at somebody for not fully understanding or getting 100% of everything right all the time. Is that kid going to grow up thinking anybody who has a hard time with something or doesn't quite get something is giving you a valid reason to get upset or angry with them or is giving you a valid excuse to feel superior over them? Our next story is, am I the jerk for calling my brother a nepo baby after he refused to let me know if I was going to lose my job? My, male 35, older brother Ty, male 42, is a very senior member of the company for which I work. I won't mention the name or the service because it's very specific and I don't want this traced back to me. My company struggled a lot during COVID and many people were laid off. Money and staff troubles have really affected our business 
and I've really struggled with anxiety over being made redundant. My wife, female 31, was diagnosed with stage 3 ovarian cancer one year ago. She obviously hasn't been working due to her treatment, so I'm the sole provider for our family of four. My brother has been very unsupportive during this tough time and hadn't understood the pressure that this put on me, saying that I just needed to work harder. Recently, rumors of the company shutting down have been circulating at work. This would be a serious issue as I already make barely enough to cover the medical bills for my wife's treatment. So, to soothe my nerves, I went to ask my brother for a confirmation of whether the branch was shutting down or not. He flat out refused to say whether or not my job was safe and told me that just because my wife is sick doesn't mean I get special treatment. I just have to wait and see with the rest of the employees. Our parents had always favored him and he'd been given this position through my dad's guidance, whereas I had to join at an entry-level position. I called him a nepo baby jerk and told him that he was only successful because he was our parents' favorite and he would never understand how difficult it was to be the sole provider for a sick wife and two young girls. Now my entire family is calling me the jerk because of what I said to him and that I should have just waited to hear with the rest of the employees and not asked for special treatment. Am I the jerk? I mean, the brother did come off rather cold here, and I feel like in a lot of situations, most people who are family in that circumstance would be willing to give some information. At the same time, it would risk his job if it got out there that he told him. It's really tricky because on paper, everything says it's understandable why they didn't tell OP, but considering their brothers, their wife has cancer, and this is literally life or death for them potentially, how can they act so cold in that moment? If anything, it at least confirms for OP that they can't rely on their brother here. Is OP the jerk for calling their brother a Nepo baby? I'm struggling on that, especially without a greater understanding of how the dad's role actually plays into this. Our next story is, am I the jerk for not handing over my grandmother's farm to my mother's relatives and asking them to freak off? My grandmother used to own a really large farm. Her siblings asked her whether they could have it, and she agreed to give it to them. My mother knows she agreed. She passed away before she could do that though, as she'd already written in the will that it would be given to my mother before she could change it, it was hers. They began to ask my mother about it, and she agreed as grandmother had been willing to give it to them but I protested. I informed her that it's hers and that the relatives are the kind of people who only want money. I said that she doesn't have to make such a sacrifice, etc. And in the end, she agreed with me. She did not hand it over. Now she gave it to me. Currently, the farm is in ruins due to not being used. So the relatives are asking me for it now, saying, you are in the city and won't even be coming here. Your grandmother had promised it to us and you aren't even honoring her word, etc. Things like that. I replied by saying that it doesn't matter, that the land's rightfully mine and said, my grandmother had gotten the land and all of you didn't. But you also got a lot of wealth and the large house, which is worth just as much as the land. Now freak off. So things are very sour now. Just worried in case I'm not honoring my grandmother's word. Am I the jerk? OP also clarified that the grandmother was sane when she agreed and not manipulated. I'm gonna say OP is the jerk here because through and through, OP states multiple times the grandma knew and agreed and intended to give it to them. And then as soon as she passed away and it passed down through the will that was outdated, OP immediately goes in bad faith and says, nope, that's mine. You all just want it for the money and you're not getting it. I mean, hey, it's technically OP's to own, they inherited it, but I don't understand how you can type this post up and put it on the internet 
and in any way think that you're not the jerk for keeping something that you obtained in kind of bad faith, knowing full well that your grandmother was completely sane and fully intended on giving it to those relatives. OP is literally here in this post saying, the relatives are the kind of people who only want money. So what is it when you go out of your way to make sure that you keep this farm for yourself? Not the pot calling the kettle black? But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another absolutely crazy am I the jerk here story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.